0: Hello, and thank you so much for joining us. My name is Cedric Bailey, and I am so honored to have you hanging out with us today. We appreciate all of our fans and everybody that is checking us out. As you know, I'm very much involved in the community, a lot of great things, but I, I'm i going to just share this with everybody. But before I do, i got to bring on board Dr. Keisha Langford. How are you doing? I
1: am well. How are you?
0: I am doing great. It sure is good to talk to you and have you on the show on today.
1: Definitely good to be here. Thank you for having us.
0: Long time ago, as a kid growing up in the <laughs> 70s, I was introduced to TRIO programs. Three, mm-hmm. The TRIO program I participated was called Upward Bound. And uh, this man by the name of Willie Talton came to me and said, well, I need you to join us and go to Ada on Saturdays. And we went to these meetings. And, and then, uh, you know, they we started going to these meetings on Saturdays. And then we spent our summer six weeks on the campus of East Central University. And next thing I know, it was in Upward Bound. Later on in life, I ended up working for the Educational Opportunity Center. And um, I was recognized in uh, 1996 as the Trio Achiever of the Year for the state of Oklahoma. And wow, I have been blessed to work with various programs. And now I am connected through you because of the talent search program. And um, you got this program, and I wanna share with everyone and allow everybody to hear what you got to say because you're calling this from the avenue, the legacy to SOAR, the Langford Leadership Project. And uh, this is a federally funded program through the United States government, the Department of Education, and you just got funded this program, so congratulations to you, Dr. Langford.
1: Thank you so very much. And yes, you left out a crucial part of our history. I met you in 89, not having any idea that college was a possibility for me. My mom was uh, diagnosed with lupus when I was a child, and I often worked two jobs to help my mom um, as a child and a teenager. And uh, because you were so vigilant in making sure that you carried that legacy on, you went uh, to the various schools in the Dallas Metroplex and my school was born. Yes. And I, I missed you that day uh, that you came in, probably didn't think I was going to school and missed you that in that manner. But uh, Miss Ramona McCain, who is now gone to glory, uh, sent sent me your information, gave me your information. I came to meet you at our, your office on, um, I think it was Hampton Road, yep. near Ledbetter. Yeah. Yeah. And you were the kindest, most weedest soul. And you worked at the radio stations even at that time. But you were there in a very humble spirit to help the young people in Dallas uh, pursue their goals and aspirations. So uh, as a result, um, my you've helped my friends that I referred to you go and make, make that a reality for them as well. So not only were you a, a product of Upward Bound, I was a product of Equal Opportunity Center uh, talent search program. And now we're working together to make sure we, um, provide the same opportunities for the children in this generation. And so I am humbled and grateful for God allowing us to meet and having this opportunity to pay it forward to even, uh, even more children and more uh, people in our community. So thank you so much for that.
0: Thank you. Well, I appreciate that. And I thank God for Miss Ramona McCain. Uh, because she yeah. was a counselor. And and that's mm-hmm. what this whole thing is about in life. Mm-hmm. Are you willing mm-hmm. to help the next person soar? Yes. Are you willing mm-hmm. to help the next person get to the next level? The worst yes, thing sir. that we can do as African-Americans and so-called church folks, Christians, is talk mm-hmm. about people without coming up with an answer and trying to help them. And mm-hmm. your program is going to be helping students uh, concentrate on their education. And as mm-hmm. I was looking over the notes here, you're talking about helping students start planning for college education at the age of 11, even all the way up mm-hmm. to 21 years of age. And you've mm-hmm. been uh, blessed with the opportunity to concentrate on David W. Carter High School, mm-hmm. Cedar Hill, yes. Longhorns High School, Wilmer yes. Hutchins, the Eagles. Uh, let's yes. see. We got some junior highs, which is W.H. Atwell Middle School, D.A. Halsey, Bessie Coleman Middle School, W.S. Mentor Middle School, Kennedy Curry Middle School, and many more. Is that correct?
1: That is absolutely correct. We're here to let the children know and their families uh, that it's never too late to be great there's an opportunity out there. College may not be their uh, their goal, maybe a trade school or military, but whatever their passion and purpose is, we're here to help them fulfill it.
0: Gotcha. So let's break down the services that you would have to provide. First of all, college and career tours. How does that work?
1: So basically what we're doing now um, is signing everyone up for the services. Uh, we have... SAT testing, uh, preparation going on right now, uh, and the students that are involved and engaged in those services, uh, will be able to go out and do the college tours. Uh, we're going to take students to different businesses and allow them to tour corporations to see, uh, what college or career readiness, uh, has opened for them. Uh, I, as you, may well know, the uh, opportunities, career opportunities available uh, to us, some of them we were unaware of. New careers are being created every day, especially in the uh, areas of science, Uh, And technology. And so we want to take them out of their comfort zone and show them some of the things that are happening in and around our communities and uh, corporations so that they can fix their eyes on new professions that may apply to their skill set now and passion.
0: I got you. Now, we need to give the contact number and information that people can call. And then I'm going to go into a few other things, too, as well. Uh, Do Mm -hmm. you have a website? Do you have a phone number? How can people reach you and get more information, by the way?
1: Yes, sir, we do. Uh, We are actually asking everyone to text us at 214-854-6309 if they're at asking or needing information about the program and wanting to enroll their children. We're also asking uh, family members and friends of listeners uh, that if that they spread the good news, spread the word to other people, letting them know we'll come to their churches, we'll come to their events, we'll come to um, their schools to share this information with the students and the families. Because what we don't want is for people not to know that this is available to them. Okay, uh, I I currently with our uh, Langford Avenue, which is our adult service, we deal with a lot of young people uh, that have made poor choices, ended up in the criminal justice system. And one of their their biggest uh, complaints or questions for me is where was I when they were growing up? So now I want them to know we are here. We are here equipped to help them be successful. So text 214-854-6309. And we do have a website that's uh, undergoing construction at this time and it's avenueprc.org. www.avenueprc.org.
0: Okay, and I see you also on Twitter, on Facebook, and Instagram. Is that correct? That
1: is correct. Yes, sir.
0: Okay, and that link is Avenue. That's A-V-E-N-U-E-P-R-C.org or the number that they can text you to reach you, 214-854-6309. Is that correct?
1: That is correct,
0: yes. All right, we're going to talk about a few other things, and if you just joined us, we're talking with Dr. Keisha uh, of course, Langford. I almost said your maiden name Williams, but I got to remember that's that fine. in honor of Mr. Oliver and, and shout outs to him and to the rest of the crew. Yeah, very much involved. And by the way, uh, tell us about your, your team that's there. That's uh, that's going to be working with you.
1: Yeah. So we have a, a qualified staff that are experienced in working and passionate about helping make that. Uh, difference in our community, you you mentioned our theme, which is uh, SOAR, you know, so we're in this process, we're leaving a new legacy uh, for our community to SOAR, and that's support opportunities, uh, accountability, and results. And so uh, what we're wanting to do uh, so desperately is get the word out to everyone, letting them know this is a free service. It's totally complimentary, and we want to help y- young people
0: Know that they can to soar. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Now, mm-hmm. one of the biggest concerns that I have is dealing with these young people. They're a little bit different now because you got these cell phones and all this social media. But then you also have drug prevention and anger management. Which one do you want to deal with first? Drug prevention or anger management? Uh, we're going to uh,
1: so we. <laughs> I can deal with all of them, Um, but the reality is you're absolutely right. Because of COVID, um, children are more attached to the cell phones because that's all they had for two years, almost a year and a half. So they are literally uh, attached to technology and um, more so than they are people in some instances. And so those are new um, narratives that we're going to have to go in and create a shift uh so we can help them to prioritize and to understand the importance of being social and caring for one another we have to go back in help heal with the hurt that uh was incurred during covid a lot of people lost family members and loved ones and some of those family members were um were buried without any type of closure or any type of service, and without them seeing them, uh, and in some instances, denied service. And uh, so a lot of unresolved grief is out there, which leads to anger, which leads to uh, a lot of um, despondent behavior. And so we have to go in and uh, rewrite that narrative, build our children up, create hope help them to understand their purpose and how to channel that energy in a productive and quality way, uh, a way that will benefit them and, and their community. Wow. So, yeah. It, yeah. So in doing that, we got, we have to make sure that they are not just so desensitized to uh, human beings uh, because that has definitely become an issue as a result of COVID and the connection with technology.
0: What about conflict resolutions? Because sometimes you got people that just want to keep drama going on. You know what I mean? With these posts on social media and and all that stuff, I I had a family member of my niece one time. I told her, she's in middle school, don't get caught up with the wrong people. Next thing you know, you got your best friend, supposed to be your best friend, egging on a fight. Next thing I know, uh, they started a little rumor that this is going to go on after school. Then they, they, they confront them and say, okay, you said this about me. And I told mm-hmm. her, don't get caught up. in the person who's supposed to be your best friend started all this mess. But when it was time to go down, she was nowhere to be found.
1: And, and it's funny you mentioned that. You're so in tune to what's going on right now. Uh, in talking with the chief of police in Cedar Hill, majority of the conflicts that occur occur with our young ladies and it's over social media, something that was said or done inappropriately or disrespectfully to the other person. And one thing we have to teach, this is what we're about reprogramming it for lack of a better word, our young people to understand that hurt people hurt people. So if you're willing and wanting to do that to someone, we need to reevaluate your motives and why you feel that that's a need to do that. Um, And then, of course, you know, social media, as well as some of the shows that are on television, encourage that, the reality shows. The reality shows haven't really put us in a good light. And of course, the music and the culture is also uh, very questionable in terms of of the value that it brings to the lives of those that listen so we're having to go and reconstruct uh, what is appropriate and inappropriate and and why we feel the need to do those things Um, so yeah again tackling those issues uh especially these learning gaps that we've incurred through COVID. a lot of the children did not have access to internet when they were out of school, and so there are so many gaps there. We want to channel their energy to to close those achievement gaps, right? Instead of creating um, anger and frustration with one another and hurting others, one another. So, yeah, that's that's absolutely right. Those are those are high uh, priorities for us in efforts to help our children to be successful.
0: Another topic is dealing with financial wealth. Talk about that, Dr. Langford.
1: Absolutely. So in our services, our ultimate goal is to uh, not only close the achievement gaps, but also increase the uh, wealth in our communities and close the poverty uh, gaps that are exi- in, ex- in existence today. Uh, what we're teaching is financial literacy. Uh, we're teaching them about saving. We're teaching them about working, uh, purchasing. Uh, we're teaching them about financial aid, helping them to uh, get financial aid, as you did with uh, many of us and Uh, So a lot of what we're doing is educating and empowering uh, in terms of social and life skills. Right. Uh, So it's so important that our children understand the value of a dollar and uh, home ownership and all those things that uh, unfortunately are not taught in schools. And so they have to find out secondhand or, you know, in a way that Damages their credit, credit, which will teach them about credit as well, um, uh, bank accounts, banking, you know, all those good things that uh, ad, adults need to know. Um, but if they're like me, unfortunately, there are several hiccups and that I had to endure with my checking account before I understood
0: yeah, they <laughs> how to, it worked. You know, yeah, you're you're right because guess what happened when they enroll in college? The first thing they did in the in the letter. Besides the bill is a letter to get their own credit card, and they're invited to be in debt right there. Right? That's That's where it happens right right there.
1: That's right. That's right. And, and for us, it was a, a bag of chips outside the ca- cafeteria. You get a free T-shirt or a bag of chips and, you know, all college students at that time were hungry. So uh, that bag of chips, we signed our lives away and incurred debt. I I know for me, I had a Chevron gas card with no car and I had a ga- Chevron gas bill with no car. <laughs> so it was horrible because I was willing to pay gas for anyone that would give me a ride anywhere and so it was it's so easy to uh, obtain and as a, as the older people would say it's easy to get into and hard to get out of wow so yeah we want to train them and, and prepare them so that they don't have to find out the hard way
0: all right we got just a couple of minutes left and i got at least talk 60 seconds about positive mm-hmm. thinking What what happens about mm-hmm. positive thinking
1: well, I, I'll tell you, uh, I'm so passionate about our community that we grew, I grew up in, which is the community that we're serving, um, because uh, a lot of positivity uh, lacked in our communities. And uh, we lost a lot of people because I think that, that was a, it wasn't necessarily encouraged by. Um, in our communities, you know. So I was so uh, adamant about coming back and starting the nonprofit, the Avenue PRC, to help prevent our children from going into the direction that. Some of my great friends fell into. And positivity was a key part of that. You know, uh, we used to score on each other. We used to rank each other. Some people call it play the dozens. And that was really all our form of communication. You know, we rarely complimented each other. We rarely spoke highly of each other. And so that's another paradigm we want to shift in our community. We have to expect. Uh, do the things that we're wanting to expect. And if I want people to be positive and friendly to me, I have to do, I have to be that. I have to bring that to the table. And so we want to teach them how, and that it's not a weak thing, that it's not a, uh, 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 you know, friendly is not a bad thing, you know, uh, because that was actually when I was growing, Well, when I came back from Dallas, to Dallas, being friendly was a, a, a actual negative thing. Mm. Guys would say, oh, he friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, so everything good we've turned into bad. So we got to shift that and uh, reprogram our, our kids in our community. To let them know it's it's important to think positive. If you want something, you have to bring that positivity into the uh, situation in order for it to be possible. So that is a key uh, component we'll provide in our workshops. And of course the SAT prep, we're doing that right now wow. uh, to prepare them for SAT testing in uh, October.
0: Gotcha. Well ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking with Dr. <laughs> Keisha Langford of, of course, the Langford Avenue LLC presents the U.S. Department of Education Trio programs. Uh talent search legacy to the soar Again, if you didn't get that contact information, you can send the text and send that information to 214 854 6309. You can find them on Facebook at Avenue PRC at Instagram and on Twitter. Keisha, we thank you so much for all that you have shared with us on today and looking for our next conversation.
1: Thank you so very much for having us and helping us spread the good news. Free services. Just uh, call us, text us. We're here to help.
0: And I, I'm Happy glad you, help. I'm glad you said that because there are people out there that will take this information and sell it to you and present it on a way and put you in debt to get it. But this is absolutely free. Thank you so much, Dr. Langford, and have a great day.
1: Likewise. You do the same. Thank you.